This Month of Womanica is brought to you by LinkedIn. Let's talk about what's professional today. On LinkedIn, important conversations are happening around what it means to be a professional. Right now, LinkedIn members are talking about things like needing more flexibility around where we work, how we work, and even taking time away from work to focus on family or mental health. Because those things should not stunt career development and growth. Instead, they should enhance it as we show up on our own terms. Professional is ours to define, and your authentic self is your professional self. Post your truth, show the world the authentic professional you, and join the conversations redefining professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, welcome professionals. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about innovators. From inventors to thinkers, these women explored new possibilities and led us to where we are today. Today's Womanikin was quite literally a rocket scientist. She was behind some of the century's biggest aerospace innovations, though she never actually received an engineering degree. Let's talk about Yvonne Brill. Yvonne was born in 1924 in Winnipeg to Belgian immigrants. Young Yvonne was fascinated with Amelia Earhart, the first woman to fly solo over the Atlantic Ocean. Amelia disappeared when Yvonne was 12, and Yvonne decided she would one day work on and improve airplanes. When she was 18 years old, Yvonne tried to enroll in the University of Manitoba's engineering program. But there was a catch. All students were required to attend a summer camp but the camp had no accommodations for women. Yvonne was denied a spot. It was a snub that would fuel her professional career. Instead, Yvonne received a degree in mathematics and chemistry from the university, graduating early and at the top of her class in 1945. At the age of 20, Yvonne moved to Los Angeles. Her first job was with Douglas Aircraft, a company whose claim to fame was building the first plane to circumnavigate the globe. While at Douglas, Yvonne started out working on aircraft, but the work was largely theoretical, calculating satellite launch paths. Yvonne didn't find it all that fulfilling. So as the industry shifted towards rockets, she did too. Some say she was the only woman who worked on American rockets in the 1940s. She then went on to pursue a master's degree in chemistry from the University of Southern California and got a new job at the Marquardt Corporation. At Marquardt, she perfected a pioneering rocket fuel system. It led to the first successful test of an American-built ramjet, a device that helps propel missiles. In 1951, Yvonne married William Brill, a research chemist. The next year, in 1952, the couple moved to the East Coast for William's career. Yvonne, meanwhile, began a new job at the Rand Corporation, which combined research with military policy. During her time at RAND, Yvonne worked on studies of rocket-propellant fuel combinations. Her findings led to the first industry standards in the U.S. In 1958, Yvonne left the public workforce to care for her growing family. For nearly a decade, she raised three kids, all of whom pursued careers in science and engineering. Still, Yvonne couldn't stay away from her first love forever. In 1966, she got a job at RCA Astro, where she worked on rockets that helped take NASA's Apollo missions to the moon. It was at RCA that Yvonne also finished a project she'd spent years working independently on, what would become arguably her most important gift to rocket science. 
Yvonne created the electrothermal hydrazine resistojet. It was a new kind of engine that helped satellites stay in orbit. It has remained the top industry standard for nearly 40 years. Yvonne's final post was at NASA, where she ran the Space Shuttle Solid Rocket Program. Yvonne was an innovator not just in rocket science, but in the ways she balanced her personal and professional lives. She left the industry for a decade to parent and returned even more driven. Her greatest professional successes came after she turned 40 years old. She also dedicated a lot of her time to advancing the careers of other women in science. She knew what it was like to have to go it alone. Yvonne died in 2013. According to those who knew her, she was writing letters of recommendation even in her final few days. All month, we're talking about innovators. For more information and for pictures of the women we're covering, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey there, it's Jenny with some exciting news. Womanica is hosting our first in-person event since the pandemic started. In honor of Women's History Month, we're teaming up with New York's first women-owned brewery, Talea, to host a Womanica-themed trivia night. We'll have specialty cocktails and beer, plus prizes for the top three teams. We'll also be joined by the board chair of the ERA Coalition, Kimberly Peeler-Allen, and ERA Coalition staffer, Vivian Pong, to talk with us about the work they do. The event is free to attend, and a link to sign up can be found in the show notes or on the Womanica Instagram. So grab your friends, brush up on your history, and join us at the Talea Tap Room on Wednesday, March 9th at 7 p.m. See you there!